This is episode 283 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life. Today's articles are Vehicle Preparedness, Essentials You Need to Cover, and How to Get Your Finances Under Control So Your Family Is Financially Prepared for an Economic Storm. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, welcome to another week of the Prepper Website Podcast. I hope you had a great weekend. Hope you spent some time with family this Resurrection Sunday and uh, you're ready to start off the week strong. And so we have some good articles for you to go ahead and kick that off. Let's go ahead and dig right in. Our first article comes to us from PreppersWill.com. And again, the article is entitled Vehicle Preparedness Essentials That You Need to Cover. I think a lot of us, uh, this is an area that a lot of us need to go ahead and take care of and nail down. Um, They're going to talk about some specifics here. And then I want to come back and give a little bit of commentary uh, after the article. So let's go ahead and start reading. Vehicle preparedness is something we all have to consider. It doesn't matter if you're a prepper or an average Joe. Accidents happen all the time. As you can imagine, vehicle preparedness is more than having a bug out bag or get home bag in the back of your truck. Today, we will discuss the essentials of vehicle preparedness, something we shall all do. The decision to carry all your survival gear in your car may be influenced by many factors. Some live in an isolated area where things don't always go as planned while others just want to have it in reach. The thing about putting all your eggs in one basket is that you will starve if they get stolen or damaged. Common sense should be applied for vehicle preparedness as well since you cannot prepare for every scenario. Rather than trying to cover everything you can think of, try to pack your vehicle according to the realistic scenarios and multiple redundant layers of protection. Vehicle Preparedness Essentials Always have an ice tag. When the brown stuff hits the fan, people will panic and there will be chaos. While your vehicle can protect you and get your family to safety, accidents can always happen. Even when you go to the grocery store, you could be hit by a drunk driver or distracted teen. Let's assume you are unconscious after an accident. Do you have any sort of identification on you? During a car accident, your wallet may literally fly out the window or get lost inside the car. I have an in-case-of-emergency or ICE envelope that would help me and others greatly in case I get into an accident and I'm no longer conscious. The envelope contains written health instructions, a copy of my driver's license, and emergency contact information. I also labeled it clearly using a red marker to make large and bright letters. This will help first responders and it will shorten the time required for identifying me, overall improving my situation. Think about a hard shell tent. If you live in an isolated area or if you love the great outdoors like me, a hard shell tent is ideal and it will improve your chances of survival. Most people die because they abandon their cars to seek help. However, you should know that if you leave your car, you need to have some fire starting and sheltering skills to keep your core temperature. The majority of folks do not have these skills and for them, it's much easier to shelter in the car with some basic vehicle preparedness strategies. First of all, you should understand the temperature inside your vehicle can be changed 
with minimal preparations. Even an emergency blanket can be taped inside the cabin from the ceiling to the driver's side and passenger side window to the floor. Make sure the reflective side is facing you to retain body heat. You can also improvise a small stove from a soda or paint can by making a few ventilation holes and placing an emergency candle inside. This will help raise the temperature inside the car. However, you need to make sure you crack at least one window to prevent carbon monoxide poisoning. If there are other persons with you, make sure you place the stove can in a place where it cannot be accidentally knocked over. Another thing to mention is that you will need to elevate your feet to prevent cold air lowering your body's temperature. If you keep your feet at pedals level where the cold air is, you will have a hard time warming yourself. Try to sleep across your seat rather than in line with it. While your vehicle can help you get out of a disaster zone and move quickly to help, there is always the unexpected factor you have to consider. Being stuck on a road or having it break down in a bad area is a possible scenario. This is why the topic of self-defense needs to be debated even when it comes to vehicle preparedness. While certain firearms cannot be carried in plain sight to defend yourself, there are always tricks you can use to deter foes and other unfriendly elements of society. You can keep a glove filled with pocket change on the dashboard and use it as an improvised weapon. Even more, rather than using chemical agents, try to carry a stun gun or even learn how to work a fire extinguisher. It can be a useful item for self-defense besides putting out engine fires. Having a basic 22 long rifle rifle and a couple of dozen rounds of round point ammunition can highly improve your chances of survival when you're on the road. It has great accuracy and improved range and you can also use it for hunting in case needed. Contacting the outside world can be difficult if you get stranded and I honestly believe that communication can never be overrated. While relying on your phone and staying connected all the time on social media is not necessarily a good thing, using it for survival can save the day. There are all sorts of apps that can teach you a thing or two about survival or help you get in contact with the right people. You can even load your phone with survival books and instructional videos to increase your chances of making it out alive. After saying this, it makes sense carrying the necessary recharging accouterments and battery packs for your phone. Even more, I suggest picking a quality solar charger as it will never fail you. Besides your phone, having a small emergency radio equipped with USB ports to charge electronics off the turbine makes it a good option for your vehicle preparedness plans. Besides these options, make sure the GPS you are using is updated and has the last software version available. Otherwise, you will depend on out-of-date instructions and maps. If you don't like to depend on a GPS and you're one of the old-timers, make sure you carry maps to cross-reference any directions given by the GPS. Just make sure you keep your maps within reach. When most people hear the word disaster, they think of a large-scale event like a tornado or a blizzard. As I've said it before, disasters don't have to be large-scale events to have devastating effects on a person or a family. The end of the world looks different for every one of us, and what may seem like a tragedy for me might look like a statistic to you. Rather than thinking of doomsday, think of that event that may force you to bug out, and you may not be able to go back home. Since we established that it's unwise to keep all your emergency supplies in one place, 
you need another strategy to make sure you have the basics to survive. Vehicle preparedness implies to have your car ready to get from point A to point B safely. But that doesn't mean you won't have to make stops to resupply or rest. Think about making some small caches along the way containing the essential such as small amounts of cash, photocopies of important documents, even a spare set of clothes can be useful and dry shoes, an emergency blanket, and some food rationing. When considering what to stock your vehicle with, be realistic with your vehicle preparedness plans and survival supplies. Think about how much time you spend in your vehicle and where your travel is, how to keep your vehicle in good shape and yourself healthy while on the road. While vehicle preparedness is an important task to take care of, it's just a first layer of preparedness. What you carry on you can be the second layer, and what you have at work or home can be the third layer. And last but not least, what skills and knowledge you have is the most important layer of emergency preparedness. All right. So uh, let me just, I want to touch base on a couple of things here. Really great idea. I like the idea of an ice tag. And until, I, I've never heard of that term before. And until I saw it written here, um, you know, it's just, I've never heard heard it before. So I thought that was interesting. I, I bet a lot of you that are listening to this podcast episode, you, maybe this is the first time you've heard about it as well. The only thing that I would be concerned about is, you know, you want it to be readily available for uh, a first responder, if they're like you know getting you out of your vehicle, if it's dark and and uh, you know whatever, even if it's light outside, you want it visible to where they can grab it very quickly. I don't know if they're trained to look in, you know, consoles of vehicles and, and things like that. So that would be my concern. Would be that you have it out in the open and you have important information in there, like driver's license, insurance information. Uh, uh, emergency contact information, and so if someone was to break into your car and saw that, uh, you know maybe that you know I, I don't know if they would take that or not. It, would, it wouldn't seem like it would be anything of value, but if they did, they would have you know very specific information about you, and uh, that would be my only concern. So how could that be? Maybe you can think of a way that you can incorporate this into your vehicle preparedness, uh, but at the same time, not make it so visible to everyone. So I don't know how you necessarily do that. Uh, when it comes to your wallet and you know different things like that, uh, I keep my wallet in my very in my front pocket when I'm when I'm carrying it. Uh, just because I don't when I'm sitting down, I don't like to feel anything in my back pocket and uh, just go from there. Uh, plus the chiropractor <laughs> uh, suggests that. Uh, so if you can do that, I know uh, a lot of people carry a bunch of other things in their front pocket, but that's one of the things that I do carry in my front pocket is my wallet. So I feel like it would be a little bit more secure than, uh, you know, than just flying out. But I don't know. There's been in, in wrecks, crazy things can happen. So I really like that idea. I like the idea. I mean, some of these things were like, uh, is more pertinent to like winter vehicle preparedness, uh, like definitely having uh, you know, the blankets in the vehicle, having the little can stove in there. Uh, I think those are important. And definitely, I would recommend that. I mean, uh, here we are, you know, you know, at the beginning of April. And I know I've, I was seeing videos uh, on social media where it was snowing. I mean, like big snow. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. So if I was up north, definitely I would be incorporating this type of stuff into my vehicle preparedness. It's not something that I really have to face here in the Houston area uh, or in Texas, right? Um, preparedness, self-defense, 
Uh, I liked all those ideas, uh, you know, that, that possibly I never thought about maybe like a, a glove filled with change or maybe even like screws and bolts, something that's really heavy metal to where, you know, you can throw it at somebody or you could slap somebody in the face with it. Um, and you can imagine, I mean, that could be, that could do some real damage to someone if, if you needed to use that and grab that. But then, you know, the other things here, but the stun gun and the fire extinguisher, I mean, that's all, all well. I would think if you were in a situation where you could, uh, conceal carry, that would be your first, first option, right? I mean, to, uh, to, to do that. Some of you are in cities and states that are not very favorable to that. Uh, so, uh, you know, you need to have some options there. Definitely the communication side of that. I think it's very important. He mentioned here uh, a, a backup, like a solar charger. I, I definitely believe in battery packs. Um, just be careful with the solar chargers because sometimes um, just because it says it's a solar charger doesn't mean that it would it'll really charge up quickly using the sun. A lot of the times those solar charger battery backups are like worst case scenario emergency like you are, you know, th there's no electricity whatsoever. Um, they're really made to uh, get charged up by using a USB coming from your computer or from the wall. Uh, but, you know, they will work in, you know, if you are in a situation where all you have is the sun, uh, it's just, you, you got to know that it's going to be a lot slower. There are some really good ones out there, but the good ones are going to be a lot more expensive. So just FYI on that. Always good to have a little emergency uh, radio. Oh, one of the things when he was talking about uh, phones and, and different things like that, if your phone has the ability to uh, put a micro SD card in there, I mean, nowadays you can put so much information. I mean, you can buy a micro SD card for like if you have an Apple iPhone. Yeah, okay, you're not going to be able to do that. Uh, some of the, you know, some of the Google phones uh, won't allow you to do that but there's a lot of phones out there that will allow you to put in a micro SD card and you can put in videos you can put in books you can put in a lot of music and you really don't even need to do it through your phone you can do that through your laptop uh, with the adapter drop it all on there and then you have it yeah in case you need it and so um, I think that's that's something if you have a, a micro SD card that would be something that you would want to do is buy a big one. They're fairly cheap now, and you can drop a lot of information on there. So I wanted to really talk a little bit about that. I like what he says here about you, you need to talk, think about the probability of your situation. I mean, you might be going, you know, you might have tornadoes, you might have blizzards in your area, those types of things. But you've also got to think about the, the just the, you know, getting into an accident type thing. You know, do you have, do you know where your insurance is? Is your vehicle uh, in good shape and good repair? When was the last time you had your tires rotated? When was the last time you had an oil change? When was the last time, you know, you checked your spare tire? All those types of things, you know, do you have a spare tire? He um, didn't talk about some of the other things that I would, um, that I would start to include like uh, jumper cables. Um, definitely that's something that, uh, that I would include in, in my vehicle. Um, you know, maybe some fix-a-flat uh, and or the ability to fix a tire in one way, maybe up with a plug. Um, I would have also, you know, you can go to Home Depot and Lowe's and you can find uh, a small little bag, a tool bag, and you could put some, you know, some screwdriver, a set of screwdrivers, a set of wrenches in there. You don't have to buy the very expensive ones. 
this would be a situation where you would be in an emergency. You can find some, uh, you know, some self-sealing tape uh, or some duct tape. Put that in there and just have a few little tools like that. Maybe some gloves where you put in a small tool uh, bag and you just leave it, you know, underneath your seat or in your glove uh, or I'm sorry, in your trunk or, or something along those lines so that you have something available to you. I think that's always a great idea. And, uh, you know, if you have a truck, I think all, a tow cha- uh, chain is always a great idea. If you have a Harbor Freight by you, you, know, you can buy one very inexpensively. And, uh, you know, the, 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 they always come in very uh, helpful if you, if you need it, right? It, you know, if you don't need it, yeah, and then you need it and you don't have it, man, he's like, man, I wish I would have had one of those. Um, it's just, you know, they're very cheap. I think you can get one for maybe $15. And if you have a truck, you can just put it underneath the seat and uh, you find a little compartment for it and then drop it down in there. There's a lot of little other things you can add uh, when you think about it. If you have any great ideas, don't forget to uh, come over to episode 283 and drop it in the comment section and I'll share it in, uh, in another episode. So that's over at PreppersWill.com. And uh, like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes. So you can go check it out. There are some links here and uh, other articles that uh, you can go check out uh, bouncing off of this one. All right. So uh, awesome article right there. And uh, definitely all we definitely need to always prepare our vehicles. It's something that we need to, uh, to, to be purposeful on. All right, our next article comes to us from edthatmatters.com. That's my personal website. I, this is another article in the Survival for the Common Man series um, talking about, you know, if I had to do preparedness all over again or if I was taking someone through preparedness steps, what would I do? And so I'm really thinking through those and writing articles along those lines. And this is one of the steps that I would do is make sure that I would teach whoever was new to preparedness that financial preparedness is very, very important when we're talking to this. It's very, you know, preparedness when it comes to preparedness and survival and, you know, all that stuff. The sexy stuff is the gear, is the bug out bags, it's all that. I haven't even gotten to the bug out bags. I mean, I'll get to it here pretty soon. But, you know, I think there's a lot of other things that are a little bit more important. Food storage, water storage, uh, you need to make a plan, those types of things. And definitely financial preparedness is very important. And so this article is entitled, How to Get Your Finances Under Control So Your Family is Financially Prepared for an Economic Storm. So let's go ahead and jump right into this article. Not having enough financial resources to take care of important necessities when times are relatively good and the economy has the appearance of being strong, is hard. It's even harder when the financial system is in a contraction and your need and opportunities to feed and shelter your family dry up. One of the most important things that someone wanting to be prepared for the future can do is to plan to get out of debt and manage their money effectively right now. Two scenarios, which one are you? Just imagine for a few moments how differently these two scenarios could play out. Scenario 1. Jack lost his job today. Besides being blindsided by his employer who had told him a month earlier that he was an important part of the company and his job was safe, his mind now flooded with the anxiety of what his job loss would mean to his family and the mountain of bills he had accumulated over the years. They were living paycheck to paycheck. He wouldn't have any time to waste. 
he would need to find a job right away or risk not having enough money to pay his bills, feed his family, and keep the house. Scenario 2. Jack lost his job today. As he drove home, he wondered if his boss was telling the truth or buying time when he told him he was an important part of the company a month earlier. He would tell his wife over dinner this evening. She would worry, and to be honest, he would too. Finding a job to replace his current income would be difficult. But he was glad that he had the ability to be a little picky as he and his wife had built up an emergency fund through saving and sticking to a strict budget. He would have six months to find something that would meet his and his family's financial needs. These are not zombie end-of-the-world scenarios. These two scenarios are playing out all over the place right now, every single day. Families are having to deal with the realities of job loss, meager paying jobs, and lean times. Those that plan and prepare ahead of time will have many more options and their sanity if they have to navigate hard economic times. To be successful, your finances need a budget. To prepare your finances, you have to have a starting place. That starting place is a budget. Creating a budget isn't hard, but it does take a little bit of time to put it together. Luckily, I have created a resource that will help you. You and your spouse just need to sit down and plug in your specific needs. So here is a link to a Google Sheet. An Excel file is at the end of this article. That will allow you to plug in the numbers and do the math for you. But if you would like to work it out on paper and pencil, download the PDF at the end of this article. All of your expenses. The key to making your budget a successful tool is that you need to include all of your expenses. This includes things that you might not think of like going out to eat, individual spending money, that candy bar you bought when you filled up on gas, everything. Don't forget to create a budget category for preparedness. The reason you need to include everything is that it all adds up. Every cent, every dollar that goes out is accomplishing something. Is it accomplishing what you want it to do? The second reason you want to account for every cent is that the extra money that you have that isn't paying expenses, you want to pay down debt and start building an emergency fund. So, it is important to account for all expenses and have it down on your budget. At that point, you can see what is coming in and going out very easily. You might be surprised how much actually comes in and that you can't account for it at the end of the month. You need an emergency fund and you need to pay down debt. After creating your budget, the next step is to see how much money is left over. That money needs to be used to first Put away a small emergency fund to get you through any small financial hiccups. After you have $500 to $1,000 saved up, then you can start breaking the chains of indebtedness. Dave Ramsey has done a great job of promoting his debt snowball to help people understand paying down debt. If you are serious about getting out of debt and becoming financially healthy, you should read his book, The Total Money Makeover. Here I'll share this video where Dave explains the debt snowball. So there is a video here that you can come check out. I believe it's about 10 to 14 minutes if I remember correctly. How are you going to increase your income? As you are actively working your budget, saving for an emergency fund, or paying down debt, you should be looking for ways to increase your income. You should want to bring in more money to pay down debt and build your emergency fund more quickly. Here's the thing. Make this your hobby. Make it fun. Don't spend your evening in front of the idiot box watching who knows what. There are so many things you can do here. 
You can have a garage sale. Put items that you don't use anymore up on eBay or Craigslist. Pick up a second job. Start a small business selling items you make. Being a handyman, babysitting, or providing some other service. One thing that you can ask here is, what do you love to do? How can you turn that into a way to make money? You would be surprised the things others do to bring in extra money, and you can do it too. When you make a budget, pay down debt, and have an emergency fund, you will be better prepared than most people to weather a crisis that involves your finances. Becoming financially prepared is not hard. You just have to be disciplined. But the payoff later on is huge. Just think about the relief you and your family would feel if you experienced a financial hiccup, but you didn't have to worry like most Americans do. It's time to get financially prepared. So I have some action steps down here. Uh, One is download the sample budget. So I have it in a lot of different, I have it in a Google sheet if Google is your thing. I know a lot of people it's not, but I've heard from different people. So I did make a Dropbox link and it is an ex- uh, like a, a regular Excel spreadsheet uh, that you can download. And then there is also a PDF. So the Google sheet and the Excel spreadsheet, when you type in the, your budget category or your, the budget categories are there so you can change them. But uh, you know, I've given you some to, uh, to work with. Uh, when you start typing in your, your amounts, it automatically uh, tallies it up for you, adds it up and subtracts it. And uh, there's a little bit of information there, but you can download the PDF if you want to do the calculations all yourself. Uh, Another action step is to start your emergency fund. You need to have an emergency fund. So when you you start getting, the worst thing is, is like, all right, I'm going to get out of debt. I'm going to start putting away, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to start knocking down all these debts and then your car breaks down. And nowadays, cars breaking down, I mean, if you're not fixing it yourself, you're paying minimum two, four, five hundred dollars you know, at, at an auto repair shop, and you want to be able to not have to dig into your credit cards to pay your, your that, that repair. I mean, you, you, know, you don't want to keep, just keep going into debt, so you need to go ahead and sock away some money. So if you have a, a hiccup, you can go ahead and use it. And you know you're, you don't have to worry, stress about adding more debt. You can pay it off and then build your emergency fund back up. And so you definitely need an emergency fund. And then after you do that, you know, get that debt snowball. Start listing your 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 debts uh, from smallest to biggest, and you start just paying them down. Um, you know, I'm not even going to try to go into that. Dave Ramsey does such a a good job of that. If you don't listen to his radio program, you can listen to it. A little bit after you know, after a week, it's all the same thing. Um, he just re- it just basically repeats himself over and over again. Uh, but you know, if you haven't read Financial Peace University or, or the Total Money Makeover, you can go a lot of the times to uh, places like Half Price Books and get them for very very cheap right there. Another thing that I would suggest is increasing your income, finding ways that you can increase your income. Uh, and hopefully we can talk a little bit about that in the future. And then I have an article for you to read uh, if you're interested. Economic tweaks, changing our behavior on the spiral downward. And so uh, go and check that one out. And like I said, uh, I do have uh, the links there and then also the video that you can come uh, check out over at Ed That Matters. It's going to be linked in the show notes as well. I really do think that this is going to be one of those things when you have, uh, when you're not tied down to debt. Uh, it is uh, very, very freeing for you. You have a lot more options. Uh, you know, think about the, You know, think about 
if you had the opportunity to go homestead like a lot of people would like to, but they can't uh, because, you know, their homesteading might be able to bring in a little bit of money, but it wouldn't pay all of those debts. You're tied to that job. You wind up being tied to that job. And what you want to do is you want to build up, you know, uh, to where you're not uh, tied to, you know, to a job. You're not tied to finances like that um, because you have to be, you know, if you want to be, that's a different, if you love your job and you want to work a lot of hours and all that kind of stuff, that's, that's great. But doing it because you have to, and if you lose your job, then you're going to find yourself, you know, in a very stressed out situation. You don't want to be there. And so definitely that's why financial preparedness is very, very important. Uh, you, you know, I hear from people all the time that this is one of the, the, the major concerns that they have uh, in their in their life, you know, as, as they're talking about preparedness and being prepared. And so hopefully this is something that, uh, you know, preppers will find themselves getting out of debt uh, more and more and uh, we can be free of uh, indebtedness and uh, you know owing someone else uh, tons of money don't want to be there so let's uh, be a little bit more financially frugal as much as we can all right guys well that is it for episode 283 I really do appreciate you starting out your week with me hey if you find value in the prepper website podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would uh, give us a review and a five-star review uh, on iTunes. You know, even if you listen to us on another podcast network, it really does help us tremendously when we get those reviews on iTunes. Um, there is a difference in, their, in the algorithms, the way we pop up and uh, when people are searching. And so I really would appreciate that. And uh, you just, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for doing that. And uh, thank you for being a part of the preparedness community. I know a lot of you are signing up for the for the list, the email list, and you're getting uh, that e- free e-course, building a more self-reliant life, sent to you through email. And then we're always adding people on the Facebook group, and uh, really, really glad to see people, you know, coming into preparedness and wanting to be more prepared, and uh, you know, being a part of of a community. So uh, just really appreciate that. If you haven't connected with me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, I'd love to connect with you. Uh, and also uh, YouTube as well. I'm, I've been doing more videos on YouTube. And so if uh, that is a platform that you go to, definitely. I know that there's people coming from all different areas. Some people don't, you know, some people listen to the podcast and they don't, you know, they don't go to blogs and they don't go to videos and they don't do social media and those types of things. And so completely understand that. But, you know, I'm trying to reach all of them as much as I can, you know, uh, and um, kind of a one-man show, a proper website, one-man show, and uh, trying to do what I can out there. I'd love hearing from you guys, so uh, definitely connect with me if you can. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace. <laughs>